Hey everybody, welcome to the Avoiding Chores podcast. I'm your host, Jim Sear, and uh, this is part of the ever-evolving podcast format. Going strong now for, geez, uh, since what, 2006? We're getting very close to the anniversary when it first started back on July 1st, uh, 2000... Yeah, 2006, in an apartment, stealing Wi-Fi to do upload my first uh, podcast hard-coded some XML files, but nowadays, all you need now is uh, an app like Anchor, and uh, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff here. So welcome aboard. Uh, a couple questions uh, people had uh, was, uh, are we uh, still going to resume the Friday night hangout with the boys? The answer is yes. Uh, we've tried a few episodes back in March. A couple things that ran into a little bit of problem. First is that uh, well, uh, the apps that we were using, the Google Hangouts on Air, which much is like many Google apps, is that you grow to like them, and then all of a sudden they'll shut them down. And uh, Hangouts on Air, I don't know if they're going to redo it uh, because of this COVID stuff, that uh, you have a lot of uh, streaming and stuff. But uh, So yeah, so basically our, our method to stream a live stream a bunch of people uh, is away. There's a few other alternatives here, but I think the biggest thing now that we're all in different towns, time zones and stuff, it's kind of difficult now, especially with the COVID, to to get some time around to uh, get together. And uh, and I think one of the big things that uh, we do enjoy having doing it live and having other people uh, chat in via Twitter and, and the YouTube chat here. So we'll, we'll try to figure it out here. We'll, we'll try to figure it out. All right, so first thing is let's uh, discuss what's been on avoidingchores.com the last uh, couple weeks. Light output, haven't had too, too many uh, produced videos uh, on the website, but basically we've added uh, a new one for the Vivo Active 4 or the Venu, and I think you might be able to do this on Phoenix and maybe the Vivo Active 3, which is basically accessing the preloaded workouts from Garmin or Garmin Connect. So basically the video shows that you have a handful of workouts already on the watch and you can use Garmin Connect when you're paired with your smartphone to go find some other workouts and then just transfer it. So really neat tool, uh, especially when you're doing other activities such as uh, strength, cardio, yoga. You actually have animations that show up on the screen on the watch itself when you're doing that lap. So uh, kind of useful if you have that space nowadays. So that's one of the things I'm going to have to do is get the home office there converted or trying to get it cleaned out so that we can actually use it. So that was one of the uh, the uploads. The one before that was basically a rundown on my truck camping gear. And as you guys know, I am using a truck tent. It looks like a whole chuck wagon once it's all set up here on the back of the truck. Canvas uh, tent, uh, very good, very sturdy. And I basically go over my setup where I have the tent. I also have the decked drawer platform that's kind of takes up my floor. And I kind of show basically a, a basic gear rundown uh, because I use that mostly as a solo camping uh, gear. Not using it much right now, but there are a couple of things there I want to get my hands on uh, to uh, adjust the cook set. And I kind of go through the the gear list here. So I thought that one uh, went uh, fairly well. 
And um, yeah, that's basically it right now uh, from the latest content that I posted on avoidingchores.com. And we are avoiding chores right now. We are at Oakfield Provincial Park. Actually, I'm in the truck here. It is a little windy. Park is fairly full on this uh, May 25th. And uh, saw our first uh, swimsuit. She didn't go into the lake there, but <laughs> I don't know why. It's not that warm. It's 18 degrees, but, you know, being in Nova Scotia, you know, sun may be warm, but the breeze is cold and the water even colder. But anyway, we're slowly relaxing things here with the COVID. And I decided to come out here, get a little bit of uh, dirt time here at the park. A little bit more busy than I would like it to be. So I'm cut things a little short, maybe swing by Lori which is a few kilometers down the road here and maybe go for a hike. Actually, the reason why I was out here is because I wanted to record the upcoming video. And uh, I posted this video back in February. Maybe you guys have seen it or not, but this is part of the Zolio satellite product that I've been uh, evaluating for the last few months. And uh, this is pretty much, if you've seen me over the last few years, you know that I'm a big uh, Garmin InReach user, or even before that, a DeLorme InReach. So basically, it's just a device. You do two-way messaging. You can send either text, email, or app-to-app -app messages. And this is the brand new, uh, new device on the market. It uses the same technology, uh, but really just assumes that you're going to be using a smartphone app to do all your messaging. And the app itself is smart enough to switch between what's the best network. So if cellular is available, we'll do cellular. If it does Wi-Fi, we'll do Wi-Fi. Or if you're in a no-cell zone, you can still maintain the threads by using the satellite. You can do the same thing, check-ins, SOSs, get the weather, all that kind of stuff. So I'm out here. I was going to do uh, some uh, unboxing and activation video. And honestly, I can't remember... If this video is going to end up on the YouTube channel or I'm going to hand it off to the Zolio folks. I have to admit that the last couple months have been kind of kind of disjointed with uh, basically working from home and homeschooling and all that other stuff there. Trying to balance things out. So I'm kind of trying to catch up now. Uh, maybe because it's the weather. But I got to tell you, March and April, that was not the best months to be quite honest with you. But now I don't know. Maybe because it's warmer out. Things are starting to get green that I can actually get my head around a few things here. But anyway, out with the Zolio, and uh, we're gonna make another stop here. I was just reviewing some of the uh, some of the clips uh, on my iPad Pro. That's my mobile workstation now for pretty much all my content. Okay, Thank now you. Flip. Okay, what's this? Go to the groomer. Looking good. Pay the bank 10k. Where's the groomer? groomer. Where? Alexa, what game are we playing right now? We're playing we're, a silly game, but it's so fun. We're playing the game of life because Mommy has decided to order from Amazon the classic board game Life and Sorry. Now, which one do you like better, Life or Sorry? I really like Life. Yeah, because it's like, it's like the fun version of Monopoly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Time now for some comments. Uh, this is just a review on some of the questions 
that were posted on my YouTube channel and uh, get to answer some of them here. So um, basically, let's see the first one here as we scroll down. Uh, basically, one question was, uh, was related to the video we did with Vivoactive 4 and Vinu, which is to download uh, predefined workouts provided by Garmin across a whole bunch of different activities run, bike, cardio, strength, yoga. Uh, one of the cool things about these uh, created workouts is that for strength and yoga, for example, uh, the watch will display an animation of the movement so you know what to do in each step. Now, the question was. Is this supported on Vivo Active 3? And it looks like the answer is no. My assumption is that at least the workout steps could be transferred, but I guess there's a limitation on that focus there. Uh, let's see, another question here is, um, let's see here. All right, so with a question here on the Iridium Go, another, this is the, the Wi-Fi satellite hotspot. Uh, question is, uh, can you connect to your Google Chrome and uh, Android and Apple? Uh, the answer to that is you can via, like, it's just like a Wi-Fi hotspot, right? So you're in the Arctic, you use this device to ping satellites, like a satellite phone, and then uh, the device itself is a Wi-Fi hotspot. So you can connect to it via Wi-Fi. Uh, however, you're very limited to what the Iridium satellites can do. Uh, which is basically uh, email and weather. Uh, it is very slow bandwidth, so you really can't do any apps um, other than what's provided by the Iridium Go. Uh, let's see here, what else we got here? I've been getting uh, one of my uh, top viewed videos uh, was the Fitbit Alta, how to reboot, reset, and restart. Now, this was done good four or five, if not six years ago. Uh, it is still the top viewed video for whatever reason. Now, the new version of the Alta has significantly changed since then. Fortunately, people are trying to do steps that worked for in the first generation device, uh, and therefore, with all the newer stuff, you're not get it. Also, there's a similar problem. I've been getting feedback, people saying that there's a reboot, and I forget which Fitbit it was, but there was a button on the charging cable. Well, the newer versions don't have that button, so uh, a little buyer beware on that kind of stuff. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's see here. One of them was the, uh, let's see if I go through here, some of the comments. As we go through, uh, all right, this is a great little comment here. Uh, this was on the Apple Watch, and uh, this is a video where I customize the watch face, and I use the term data fields to explain what you can actually customize with one of the watch fields. But in Apple's world, they call that complications. And of course, there's a comment here that says, "My man." Calling complication data fields. This helped me understand what the hell was going on. So there you go. Uh, and then I got a question here on my DJI Tello drone. How to extend the range with a Wi-Fi repeater? So the DJI Tello drone. That is the one hundred dollar or two hundred dollar 
uh, drone. It is a toy drone. It is super light. It's like 90 grams. Uh, if you're out here in Nova Scotia where it's windy pretty much all the time, you can never use it. Uh, the cool thing about that is streams, video, and pictures. Uh, to do stuff around the house, uh, let's say if you wanted uh, to do certain shots and certain pictures, uh, it's actually kind of cool. Uh, they use, there's a couple programs you can use on your phone or tablet to teach kids how to do steps, to do challenges and stuff like that. So it's actually not bad uh, tool that way. But one of the things that is limiting is that you can't go above uh, 30 meters or something like that. It, there is some locked in restrictions onto this. Now, uh, one thing that people have figured out is that you can use a Wi-Fi extender to extend the range. So why not? You, while you can't go high, you can go a little bit further. So basically, the idea here is you get yourself a USB Wi-Fi extender from uh, Zomi. Uh, that is a very simple, I think, $10, $20 Wi-Fi repeater, and you basically uh, plug that into a battery pack. And once you set up basically the Wi-Fi repeater, uh, then you can put that further down field and then, then you can essentially have a, a, wide, a longer range uh, drone here. But I found I haven't, and honestly, I haven't used that quite a lot because of the fact that it's just too windy and that's why I got me the uh, Mavic Mini instead. All right, so one of the questions here is that... Uh, Somebody said, does the Garmin E-Trex 22, can it initiate an SOS? And he said, somebody tell him, yes. And uh, the answer is no. The E-Trex 22X is just uh, updated um, innards of the E-Trex 20 line. It is as bare bones as you're going to get. The only radio you have on that device is for uh, Ant Plus to look up chirps or heart rate data that kind of stuff doesn't have the bluetooth necessary to connect to an inreach mini for example to in order to check messages and send sos so you know if you really want plain jane gps etrix 22 is a way, way to go all right uh let's see what's another question here couple other questions on sensors all right and I think that's about it in terms of questions for this time going back a month or so but uh, basically as people are, are getting uh, uh, used to the new climate uh, I can definitely say that the views on my Garmin related content has been going up quite a bit so I think people are, are getting sick staying in the house and they're trying to find other things to do. So they're, they're buying up uh, all these garments, which is great for me. And we are experiencing two days of actually nice weather here in Nova Scotia. So just a reminder that there is outdoor life and camping outside of these walls once things start to relax here with the lockdown. So in terms of uh, camping, where are we at here in Nova Scotia? Well, uh, the provincial park system is still not yet open. Uh, I don't even think yet. Last I checked, the reservation system was online, so that is TBD. You can still access most of the areas, but you just can't do any camping here. Other alternative is the national park system. So if I look at Kijimakujik, which is kind of the nearest one for me, uh, well, it's not really an option anyway because 
They were planning on this year to close down the, the main front country campground to do improvements on the infrastructure. Basically, they're replacing all of the washrooms and showers and putting brand new constructions there. So that that's be kind of fun. Uh, so what that means if you go to Kinshimakujik, because we might have that park open there by the weekend, I guess, June 1st. So what we can uh, access at Kinshimakujik, basically uh, backcountry camping, uh, the roof accommodations that are not at Jeremy's Bay. So there's Jake's Landing. It also has a yurt. Uh, I don't think the Authentics will be available. And of course, you'll have some of the cabins that are kind of deep into the backcountry. It would be kind of nice. Uh, visitor center gift shop should be open. The equipment rentals should be open. Don't know about the canteen or maybe they'll rejig the canteen a bit. Trails, of course, will be open. Not sure about the summer activities and the programs, which is usually tours and that kind of stuff. Uh, they'll probably do maybe some special events, but uh, be interesting to see what they do with the actual programming this year. Uh, of course, they'll be fishing. Of course, in fishing, there's a couple of uh, invasive species now in the park. And there's a couple of programs there for you to start logging and catching some of these fishes there. So that's kind of, so that'd be kind of kind of interesting here to do if you were in uh, in Kejimakujik. Uh Honestly, not a lot of options to be quite honest with you. If I were to flip to the Cape Breton Highlands here, which may or may not be open, uh, looks like nothing's really changed here. So able to do uh, hopefully some stuff limited access to services and that's it for the latest episode of the podcast on this last week of may 2020 send me a comment what you think about the solo format been a while since i did a solo podcast episode but looking forward to uh, for your feedback, uh, how do you like the little transition elements that I had throughout the podcast, background music and all that stuff. Uh, there is a way you can send me a message which may appear on future podcasts. I'll put that on the landing page or in the show notes here that you guys can access that and leave me a comment. And uh, basically, uh, there'll be a couple questions, but uh, yeah, looking forward to get some feedback from you guys. Again, my name is Jim and I'll catch you guys next time.